break out of the confines. Think about your origin story. What forged you? How do you honor that person who wanted the best for you? Hello, beautiful listeners. Welcome back to Like, Don't Tread on Me. I'm your host, Renee. This is episode two, and we're going to get into origin stories. On last week's episode, if you missed it, go back and listen. I was tying in concepts from Glennon Doyle's memoir, Untamed, and asking and sharing, like, what cages do we keep ourselves in? Or do we allow society to keep ourselves in? And so I'm wondering how you're doing with that. And are you pushing back against the things that kind of keep you confined? In full transparency, I was struggling a bit this week after I came across like this top 10 list of things that I desired and wanted to do or to have and more than a few have not been accomplished. But it's, well, of course, immediately that's where my brain goes, right? Like, oh, look at this. Same patterns, you're not enough, blah, blah, blah. But on that list, there was something big that I did accomplish. Starting a podcast. That was on the list um, from about two years ago. And um, so I just had to ignore my silly brain that always wants to sabotage things and just allow myself to feel a little bit of success there. Life is too short to always be in Eeyore or Grumpy Care Bear mood. So that was that. Now, it is time to get excited for a brand new segment that will continue throughout. And that is listening to and responding to our listeners' um, questions, calls for advice, etc. And I have two that I'm going to share with you all today. Let me preface this again. I am an expert, non-expert. I'm simply here to say you are seen, you are heard, you are valued, and just sort of talk through what you're saying. Our first message is anonymous, and here's what they say. I'm stuck in a cage, and I think my cage is wanting slash needing someone in my life that makes me a better person and the person I want to be, but can't because of a husband who was too insecure to let me have guy friends. First, I just want to say thank you for being brave um, to step out of that cage and send this message. I know that it must feel difficult to sort of recognize in a partnership something that is missing. And I think a lot of people can relate to your message because there are so many things that make people insecure or jealous, question things, and often they haven't done the work to unpack like what's really going on behind the scenes there and what's actually making them feel insecure. I'm going to be gentle, but 
I'm also going to call it like it is. The first flag I have here is your word allow. Allow you to have guy friends. So that might need to be a conversation. And I guess I'm wondering, have you communicated with your partner what's missing and what you're wanting? And is he listening to you? Humans, we have a lot of different needs. And it can be a lot for one person to bear if they are the only person someone has in their life to fulfill that. So insert friendships and colleagues, right, to enrich our lives. Additionally, it's it's simply just not fair to ourselves and to other people to only have one outlet, one person to be our all. It's it's unrealistic. If your partner it if you think your partner might feel like, oh, she's coming at me, I must not be enough, which could be a reaction. Again, I think clearly communicating like, I want to be the best version of myself and the best wife in our relationship. And so in order to do that, here are things that I would like to work on um, and experience. And also that is less stress on you being the only person uh, who can help enrich that. Clear communication is, and then continued clear communication. And if communication is not clear, then continued work on that communication is so important because while I am not married, I have seen over the years uh, in you know, people that I know in their lives where communication, when it is poor or doesn't exist or both people aren't putting in the work to understand each other better, either it doesn't end well or it sows these seeds of resentment that people carry with them. And I'm not sure, can you really live your most fulfilled life if you're carrying that around with you? You are important, you are heard, you are seen. So perhaps have some conversations and and see where it goes. All right, um, I have a second message and this is what the listener writes. I feel as if I never allow myself to break out of the standard I consistently hold myself to. I find that by always wanting to be the best at what I do constantly, I hinder my mental health. In turn, it makes it harder to get tasks done I consistently feel I need to be doing more constantly, which disallows me from just taking a breather. You definitely are not alone in this. The idea of like task paralysis is is very real that you can't finish this task or start another one because you feel overwhelmed. And it does start with perfectionism and trying to to be perfect. I don't know that I have the tools to really advise on how to um, kind of overcome perfectionism and and task paralysis, but I will say this. Um, I'm a list person, so sometimes if I write out everything that has to happen, um, 
that helps me just sort of get a clearer picture and set small incremental like checkpoints. And then I feel that I'm being successful and moving along to finish that task. Maybe you can even, I don't know if this will sound silly or not, but like schedule in that time to breathe. Like if I get A and B done, I'm taking a break. Nothing was going to happen if I don't go to part C right now. So be easy on yourself. You are seen, you are heard, you are loved. I'm going to pose a challenge at the end of the episode, but if you would like to send in a message, a topic, a question, something for us to hear on air and and respond to, please send me an email at like don't tread on me pod at gmail.com or a DM on the Instagram like don't tread on me pod and I'll put that information in the show notes. Did you think I was going to talk about Gem and the Holograms today? Because you are right. I want to interject another theme into the show, and that is, what is your origin story? I don't mean your entire biography. In stories, we always have this inciting moment, right, that propels the character forward with her plot to tackle her conflict and challenges. I want you to think about what were some of your inciting moments? Who were you as a kid? And what did you think you would be doing today? Now, I recognize that not everyone has memories of their childhood and not everything, um, not everyone had a a pleasant childhood. A lot of people have trauma um, in in their childhoods that they carry with them. But if you can think about an inciting moment for you that led you to kind of who you are right now, the beginning of my origin story starts on a tricycle, in my garage and on the driveway, singing. Whoa, Jam, Jam is truly outrageous, truly, truly, truly outrageous. When Jam held her hot pink star earrings, my bad, Cherica held her hot pink star earrings and said, it's showtime synergy and transformed into gem with her hot pink hair, amazing fashion, and infectious singing voice, I wanted to become her. And I, at at three, four, five, six, at 36, (laughs) was convinced that I could be that pop star. I could transform into another person. And that love of pretending and imagination and singing carried through. Whether it was me wanting to become Britney Spears in seventh grade at the talent show, giving a speech to my class about how I was going to be a pop star in 10th grade, um, or even now with this uh, burlesque dance class journey, it was showtime synergy. 
Jem was there. She was truly, truly outrageous. So you're probably like, okay, Renee, I don't, what? Jem in the holograms? This isn't why I'm here. But follow me. Follow my line of reasoning. Connecting it back to the beginning, like when you're thinking about what are you having trouble pushing back against? What boxes are you keeping yourself in? What would younger you say to your current self right now and vice versa? I think that young person who saw Jem's twinkling pink earrings for the first time was pretty damn free. I don't think she was inside a box because she was bold and, and quirky. And she'd probably say, you know what? Keep going. You're being truly outrageous. But somewhere along the way, you allow society to put you in a cage and not be your true, authentic, joy-filled self. To everyone listening, go easy on yourself. Our time isn't up. Think about who younger you would hope and dream that you would be and what you would do and how you would move through the world. Break out of the confines. Think about your origin story. What forged you? How do you honor that person who wanted the best for you? They and you deserve it. My challenge for you this week is to write in and talk about what is your origin story and how will you step out of this invisible cage and become that person. Don't let society or your brain or the patriarchy or anyone just tread on you anymore. Like, honor your story, honor your origin, do everything with love and lead the life you want to live. Before we end, I want you to check out an online friend of mine, Holly's page, both on Instagram and TikTok. You can find Holly at bohemian underscore embers. She has been support with conversation around my podcast, and her goal is to help creatives get their spark back. So, Go give Holly a follow. Check it out. It's still June. It's still Pride Month. And next week, we have the very first guest. I'm not going to tell you who yet, but it is an episode about pride and poetry. Until next time, be well. Back.